0: My I Hi guys, and welcome back to Paranormal Hotline, the weekly paranormal podcast. My name's KB, and I'm joined by Michael. Hello. Uh, last week we talked about the Chupacabra, and that kind of got me thinking about a dog legend that's a little bit closer to home and that's the black dog. Tales of Meetings with huge, shaggy, fiery-eyed phantom black dogs. They're usually found in England and Wales, but they often happen in other parts of Europe too. The Black Shook, or otherwise known as the galley Shrout, the Guy Thrasher, the Skirker, the, Sh- the Shook Alone, and the grim, uh, are among the regional names that are given to this apparition. So these dogs are often seen, they kind of haunt the same spot, which is not what I thought this dog did. I thought it was just something that was like, because I often hear about the Black Dog and it was kind of like the Banshee, if you see the Black Dog- Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, it was kind of an omen of death or whatever. But these ones have these these dogs that kind of haunt the same spots. So the Maddie who is is the one that's in the Isle of Man. and. That one haunted a church passageway. So there's a passageway that goes, I don't know if it's between the church or whatever, but if you go through it, there's a chance that you might see this black dog in there. And they patrol stretches of old lanes and greenways associated with ley lines. So there is a connection between the black dogs and ley lines. And they haunt megalithic sites as well, like Dog Hill Barrow near Stonehenge. So anywhere that's like, anything that's megalithic in origin, the dogs are supposed to haunt
1: there too I think ley lines are just so cool like as a concept they're just really cool it is a
0: really cool concept I don't know I don't know much about ley lines in general I always read about them or hear about them from what I
1: from what I understand they're basically like earth's veins but for like spooky stuff yeah it's like
0: it's like there's specific points that where paranormal stuff happen and they're connected by lines and if something is on that line it can you know I don't know I, don't, I really don't know enough awful lot about the them. The best
1: way I've seen it is people did this thing where like um, do you remember that picture of Bigfoot disappearances and like caves and stuff like that? Or sorry, it was like people who disappeared and then regions of caves along that area. People did... i seen a picture someone did before where they had like a map of ley lines and then they put up all paranormal stuff and you can see that it's like clustered along these lines. But the only real problem is like who, who 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 drew the map of ley lines and was that before or after all the stories <laughs> That's the thing, you know because it's kind of hard <laughs> to find out like where ley lines came from themselves yeah the
0: origin's a bit clouded but i don't know that that is strange that is a good question right though but yeah appearing and disappearing are always like in the same place apparently um and they often pres- presage a death so usually if you see a black dog it's it is very similar to the the uh, banshee you will have a death in your family not you particularly but somebody you know or someone in your family will pass away soon is usually what it means and i used to always wonder because like the the banshee was never killing anyone the banshee wasn't going into the house and killing anyone it was just gonna let you know
1: yeah it was more (laughs) an omen by
0: the way someone's gonna die soon you know (laughs) if anything it's a nice thing to know because if you didn't know someone was gonna die and you didn't get a chance to say goodbye In 1972, a farmer struck a large black dog that was invading his house one winter with a poker. And there was a burst of light and a crash of like, breaking glass and the dog disappeared. So that's why it's so strange. He hit the figure. So it's like he was sitting there and a dog burst in the door and he hits it with a poker. And then hears a crash sound, a flash of light, and it's gone it's so strange in particular that it's like who could even think of something like that you know
1: isn't iron meant to be one of those things though that like fucks up paranormal stuff i think they do that in like supernatural and a few book series as well like iron, isn't that just like werewolves <laughs> no no that's like silver or something isn't it but um iron is meant to be like in a lot of lore something that works against like evil things iron and, and what's it salt i think it's salt
0: salt is like a protection barrier though isn't it
1: <laughs> Why are they afraid of the ocean? I, get <laughs> I don't it. know.
0: I don't know if it's the ocean or maybe it's something to do with the water. I don't. I don't know. That is. I don't know. They don't like salt anyway. Yeah, their their connection with an approaching death. So it's usually within your family, and it certainly suggests that the black dog image or the archetype may be summoned or manifested subconsciously, and it's a premonition of death. So that's what some people theorize that is. If you if you're on a ley line. Or something like that, and you're just like, I don't know, you're like charged or whatever from being near these megalithic sites or whatever, that it's you're like producing the image yourself of the dog.
1: Okay, so it's like, and it's, I don't know how to describe I know exactly what you mean though. It's like someone in just the right setting gets like a glimpse of something that has now taken on the meaning that someone will Yeah,
0: do. it's kind of funny because, so the saying that if you're near your lane line, you can kind of. You can summon this dog yourself, pretty much. But I also read this story. I couldn't find any source for it now, but I read this story that apparently in World War II, a squadron of British soldiers were attacked by two dogs. Two massive black dogs that are apparently like hellhounds. And it took out nearly the entire entire crew. And apparently... (laughs) apparently people claimed that the Nazis had summoned them from hell
1: I mentioned this uh, during the Chupacabra one I'm not sure it actually made it into the episode but there was a t- like there was a kind of like hellhound dog that was made by an army it was the Russian army though yeah. they made these dogs that were super vicious and would maul anyone to death but the problem was they were so vicious you couldn't tame them so they had to like wipe out the entire breed
0: yeah you were saying that I, I mean I could imagine the Nazis having something like that but I kind of prefer the idea of them using witchcraft to summon hellhounds to attack the British soldiers,
1: <laughs> but there is like there was sections of like the Nazi regime that were dedicated to the occult. Yeah,
0: no, there def- there was, but it- I feel like if it was successful, they would have done it a lot more. <laughs>
1: Maybe they were just really bad at it. It's
0: just insane.
1: It's like, we can't we can't get Satan. But on the plus side, we got his Doverman. <laughs> but there is a load of stories from like... I'd like us... I'm probably going to do an episode at some point just about World War II, like paranormal stories. Like gremlins. We got gremlins from World War II, ace pilots, and they were attacking the planes and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that is insane. There's, there's an awful lot of stuff like that, though. Like, not even just like dogs it are gremlins. It's like they were attacked by Sasquatches and witches and a whole bunch of crazy shit. But I don't know if it's just like the stress of the environment. And then like during World War II and World War One, like the soldiers were taking insane supplements that are super illegal now because they're basically just...
1: Because <laughs> they were met. Yeah, it's they just were drugs. <laughs> Do you ever see that video of Hitler at the Olympics? No. Do you know the way like the... German army were all on Met. like yeah. they were wired to the moon. There's a video of him tweaking out at the Olympics, oh, and he's I just like bobbing that. back and forth. And like... oh,
0: it's insane! <laughs> yeah, it's hard to watch. Like he's just off his face on drugs.
1: Yeah, this is why they didn't let him into college. Imagine him in college. I was gonna say, would it not make like they can't really be described as demon dogs if they're on church property and hollowed ground and shit? I mean,
0: they're not good. They attack people and shit. I'll get into one of the stories in a bit, but um. They're very vicious. And I initially thought when they were saying that it was a, uh, because some of the, some of the reports say that it's a, a, like a protector of the grounds. So it like protects the churches from demons and stuff like that. But from the majority of the cases, it doesn't seem like that at all. It's kind of like a hellhound kind of dog that's summoned by the devil himself,
1: apparently. How would he get a dog? They all go to heaven. I've seen that movie.
0: But you know, you know, the Hellfire Club up in Dublin. I don't know if we talked about it before in the podcast, but it was a club that was used by it was like a hunting lodge that's up in the hills up in Dublin. And there's so many rumors of like animal sacrifices, human sacrifices, uh, rituals, rituals. There's loads of rituals going on up there. And like some of the buildings. We do a
1: paranormal podcast and you forgot the fucking word ritual.
0: The stones that were used for the building as well were um Celtic stones that were there and they were supposed to be sacred stones and unmoved and they moved them to build this building. The place is supposed to be haunted and we were actually planning on going camping there recently and when I was googling camping up there, uh it was said that there was somebody who was like stabbed like what, seven times while they were camping up there? Because somebody up there just went up and stabbed a bunch of campers. So the place seems like cursed as hell. But there is also supposed to be a black dog that is sighted around there unsurprising considered it's called the Hellfire Club and this is kind of like a hellhound but I would be so I would be so cool if we go camping up there and keep an eye out for it I would wear a stab vest or something just so I could see this black hellhound dog but
1: the problem about seeing a dog near there is it is up on a hill but it's really close to like normal neighborhoods
0: it is well it's not super close to normal neighborhoods but it's close to farmers and stuff um, that's one of the things is, But apparently the black dog is you'd know, you'd just see this kind of like aura coming off the dog that it's like a ghostly dog. A shaggy black mass with eyes protruding. And it's supposed to be much, much bigger than your dog. Like one of the encounters, somebody said that it looked like... It was so big that it looked like a buffalo, but it was just like, it was a massive dog. I want one.
1: I'd love one.
0: Who needs a sleeping bag when you can just sleep on this yeah. dog? <laughs> but yeah, in 1557 in Eastern England, this is the most popular story about this this dog, by the way. So yeah, just wanted to take a quick moment to say, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider giving us a review wherever you listen to it. And follow us on Twitter at ParanormalHL. If you have any encounters of paranormal creatures yourself, send us an email at at gmail.com. or you can DM us on Twitter as well. So... In 1557, in eastern England, on a particularly stormy night, a congregation had gathered in the church. And there was a storm outside that was unlike any storm the area had ever seen, with enormous claps of thunder. And just as the loudest rumble filled the halls, a ghostly black dog burst through the doors and crashed through the building. And this apparently actually happened. The dog attacked two men by biting them on the throat and tearing their necks out, killing them both. The dog caused so much chaos in the church that it caused the steeple to topple.
1: What the hell?
0: Before the dog made an escape, he left a scorched claw mark on the door of the church. And that claw mark is still visible there today. I want to see it. And this is like one of the original stories of, the, of the, the hellhound black dog... Shook story. But that was really, really cool. And you can actually still go to that church now, and the dog's scratch marks are still on the door.
1: How the fuck does a dog knock the steeple off a church?
0: I was wondering that too but I just assume it was like the chaos of it or something like you know if a dog came in and ripped two people's throats out every single person in that church is going to run and I assume they all ran into like the steeple and tried to I don't know get up as high as they could and toppled it you know what I mean Yeah. something along those lines it had to be just like the chaos
1: of it it couldn't be like you know there was a storm it hit the tower the lightning
0: yeah there was theories that the dog had come from odin and that he had put the dog over in the uk or something like that but his dogs weren't anything like that his dogs were jerry and frecky
1: (laughs) yeah like Uh, nobody could be afraid of jerry and frecky
0: (laughs) one of them is jerry and that name translates to the ravenous and frecky the greedy one (laughs) which is just great names for dogs
1: I just imagine an Odin doing that thing now, trying to rip open its mouth to see what it's (laughs) (laughs) eating.
0: Get it out of your mouth.
1: (laughs) That's why he calls him Jerry.
0: That's why he calls him Jerry.
1: (laughs) Yeah, ravenous. He's like, he's fucking eating everything, batteries, slippers.
0: There's a lot of sightings of the Hellhound. So I'm going to send you a video here and I'll put it into the podcast so people can listen to it. But this is an old video of a guy who um, recalls encountering the Shook.
2: Old Shook? Yes, I see him. I should say about 30 years ago and where I see him was coming from Salthouse into Kellen. What a wonderful night it was, I always remember. The moon was at its fullest. In fact, I'd never seen such a beautiful night. And as I was pushing the old bike, I heard these rattling of these chains. And I thought to myself, oh, well, that's nothing. That's just a matter of a, a horse straying off the marshes. And uh, that kept coming nearer and nearer. And I thought and said, well, I would better stop here and let it pass. Well, as I got on the corner and I let it, as, uh, let it pass as I thought, and it was passed me as a form as a great big black shaggy dog. And do you know what? There was a gate dead opposite. And that passed through this gate. Well, being inquisitive, I thought to myself, well, I'll see where it's gone. Well, when I got to the gate, that never had been opened. So I said to the villagers the next night when I got there, the whole story and they said well that's nothing that's what they call old shuck he roamed these roads pretty frequently he's been seen many a time but I said I'd never see anything like that before I kind of love that
0: it's class isn't it it's very nice but like it didn't do anything to him Uh, he doesn't actually say if he had any deaths in his family or anything after that but he just says he encountered yeah, it. Yeah, he just
1: mentions, like, he stepped out of the way. He's seen it walk past. It walked through a gate. What I like is that he was like, I decided to see where it was going. Like, that's not normal reaction, but it's the right one.
0: I think it's pretty normal, especially, like, back then, because he had nothing else to do. i see where this
1: big fucking dog's gone. It's almost childlike.
0: <laughs> it is. But yeah, he, he says it was a shock anyway.
1: I really do love the idea that people just were more into ghost stuff, to, like, back then, because there was nothing else to do. And that's why everyone's getting back into it now during quarantine.
0: <laughs> it's true. I have another video here, uh, and this is from a crowd that you already know about.
1: Oh, sweet, some mountain monsters. <laughs> so I watched these guys, right? And I don't know if you've seen this episode, but in this episode they captured a the hellhounds. Like it was either them or the chupacabra, I know it was one of them. <laughs> but they captured them. And they, like, catch them in a maze trap, a really clever, like, trap that's actually used. And they get broken out at the end, and it turns out Bigfoot breaks them out because he uses hellhounds like we use normal dogs. (laughs) Of course he does. Like, they're his pets. There's a part where they have him on a terminal camera running over a hill, and you see the pack of hellhounds running (laughs) beside him. Uh, The
0: mountain monsters, for anybody who's listening who doesn't know anything about them, they're a TV show, and they try to catch cryptids and stuff. It's mostly cryptids. It's not really ghosts.
1: Well, this season was encrypted. This uh, this season, like, they actually caught stuff. Um, the leader of their team died recently, so this whole season's just been about him and, like, how he brought them together and everything. But they gave him his journal, and in his journal it talked about who he saw wolves in West Virginia, which is a big deal because there are no wolves in West Virginia. Oh, I didn't know that. But this season they finally catch the wolves and they have them in a trap, and then you can see at the end, like, they have the wolves in the cage and everything.
0: So they actually but caught very something. Clear- <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah yeah they caught up but they're very clearly tamed wolves
0: yeah i kind of gathered that's the kind of show that it is though it was always kind of staged poorly yeah but the best staged. one
1: is the best one is when buck seen the and he had hypnotized him so he just fell flat like flat on his face like six times oh man <laughs> he just kept getting hypnotized by the Motman and falling over oh i do and remember then because that because he's like Did you see the one where he's like 132 Cher... 132 Cher... uh, Cherokee?
0: Cherokee, Yeah, oh man.
1: Yeah, and so he can talk to a little Cherokee ghost girl who's being kept by Bigfoot. That makes me cringe so much. And he goes to fight Bigfoot on a bridge.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's a strange show anyway. Uh, I suggest looking up some clips of it or something, but it's just bizarre. And in this episode, they claimed to have caught a hellhound on camera which is supposed to be the same thing Uh, this is over in the states by the way which i don't think there's any reported cases of proper shook sightings but they decide to hunt it anyway Alright, you ready to watch this video
1: yeah that's definitely a bear because you can tell do you know the way like they kind of roll a bit as they run yeah if that makes sense like the shoulders go up and then the legs come forward and the shoulders go down
0: definitely a bear definitely it's kind of like fake Science. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of just make it up as they go along, pretty much, and just fit their own narrative.
1: Like, there at the end, they had Jeff measuring, like, the height of the creature based on the picture. But Jeff also talked about witness reports from Drew P. balls. <laughs> so, like, you kind of, you can't really take their word for it.
0: But yeah, as far as I'm aware, the black dog is very much just an omen of death. I don't think it means... it. it, it <laughs> other than that one church gathering that it killed two people I haven't heard any other stories of it actually hurting anybody else so as far as I'm aware it's just kind of like a banshee omen of death kind of a thing it kind of just seems like the British banshee to be honest
1: I like like stuff like that where it's like we're not gonna fuck you up but just to let you know someone's dying tonight
0: yeah uh, apparently if you hear it howl as well so even if you don't see it you just hear the howl of the shook that's the same thing so it's like it's it's almost exactly like the banshee if you, if you don't hear the banshee or sorry if you don't see the banshee but you hear the banshee calling or crying or whatever or was well, it just a scream the banshee does
1: yeah is it, no like it'll cry when you're walking up to it but it'll scream when someone's Ugh. about to die
0: that's chilling. I don't like that. I
1: know. Crying women are just terrifying.
0: Yeah, especially when they're on bridges combing their hair. What's all that about? Do you know what I don't get?
1: What? Do you know like you can hear if you hear the dog barking or if you hear the banshee scream but you don't see them the death still occurs? Yeah. Like, let's say I'm out the back doing stuff and I hear a dog, like, bark. How am I meant to know whether that's an evil dog or a normal dog?
0: I think it kind of sounds differently. You know, like you'd... Just it would put you on edge. I
1: imagine there'd be a lot more bass. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. It's I like, have heard noises like that. It's that like the time we were walking like,
0: to Tesco and we heard that cat.
1: We were yeah, walking down like weird. an
0: empty street and that we just heard this really it sounded like it came from a speaker, didn't it? It was like a
1: Meow. It was just a really loud like an unnaturally loud cat screech and then like I was looking up on the roofs of houses and stuff to see if it was yeah. up there but there was no one around <laughs> every window on the street was closed so it couldn't have been from inside a house
0: That was so bizarre <laughs> Did you think we saw like a hellcat?
1: Maybe but like cats seem to like me so I don't think it would have hurt me
0: Yeah true Maybe a cat uh, p- like pre-announces pre- a-, a birth I don't know I'm trying to think of the opposite of death
1: Maybe that was, like, my guardian cat just taking one for me. So, like, what like, what country did these usually start in?
0: Uh, yeah, I sent you a picture there of all the locations that it's been seen in. And it's it's mostly across the UK. Um, some of Ireland. A good bit of Ireland, actually. A few sightings in, like, France and Germany. And then the further east that you go, the fewer cases there are.
1: There is none in any country where it would be cold for a very long amount of time.
0: Yeah, I think Poland is the furthest east that it's gone. I'd
1: love to know why because it can't just be a cultural thing because even for like a good few hundred years Russia, like people from Russia would come over this far.
0: Yeah but you would, they wouldn't really like, take the tales with them I mean how many times have you heard of a Russian creature in the UK or in Ireland even, you know? You wouldn't really. So they might have heard of it while they were over here but they don't really Baba take Yaga. it with them.
1: The what? The Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga? It's so it's basically like this Russian witch and her house it's in a few things it's it's been in a few things
0: chicken legs
1: chicken legs yeah yeah
0: but like that's no one has ever reported a sighting of that in in Ireland you know
1: which I find so weird because that like do you know some cultures just mesh really well yeah I think Irish and Russian culture mix really well because it's all drowned in alcohol (laughs) that's true but like think of like some of the old women you know who live in like rural areas and tell me would they not look perfect in a house with giant uh,
0: chicken legs <laughs> yeah. yeah no you're definitely right apparently did you know that if you if you are uh, come to the house of a witch and you steal some hay from her thatched roof if you have that on you on your person she can't harm you
1: i actually like that that's a cool bit of lore
0: isn't it so just in case guys just in case <laughs> Yeah, but that's everything I have on the black dog. I think it was kind of, it's kind of interesting because it's not just paranormal sightings. It's not like something people just see. It's got like a cultural thing behind it too.
1: I know what you mean. Especially like a long lasting cultural thing.
0: Yeah, but it also has some really cool stories. Like the one of the two guys getting their throats ripped out and toppling a steeple. I like it's anti-Catholicism. Like <laughs> paganistic. Yeah, that's what I was
1: going to say. Yeah. It's like in everything it's like oh churches are sacred ground holy water holy places monsters of av- like demons avoid holy places they can't go places. in there they can't and enter the doors yeah. this
0: dog just bursts and here's the this dog in. like
1: fuck your rules
0: <laughs> I think it really must have been the thunder scared the shit out of a dog nearby and it just went ravenous and attacked everything that's really what makes sense. Yeah, it's
1: like it it seen a slightly open door, ran in and then got panicked by a load of people and the two nearest people just were cuz it
0: just like cuz apparently the loudest clap of thunder happened just as the dog burst in. So I'd say it was like running towards the door and then when it got in the door, just this massive bang and it just, freaked, and then it just out. freaked out and attacked everyone. But it being sighted on the crossroads. Did you know that like you know what you always hear the saying like the devil's on the crossroads?
1: Yeah, crossroads. Yeah, like it's ba- yeah. Do
0: you know where that comes from? no Uh, it's from like like back in pagan time well when there were still pagans in the country they would have their like parties on crossroads because there was more space for everyone to be there Um, and so the Catholics used to say the devil's at the crossroads because that's
1: where the pagans would celebrate their stuff that's really cool that's like such a nice little detail
0: (laughs) you know the way everyone always says the devil's at the bottom of the bottle
1: (laughs) yeah but that one's a bit more easy to understand
0: no the actual origin of it is that whiskey used to be sealed with cork tops and the cork used to flake off and float to the bottom, so if you drank the bottom of the glass, uh, you'd get you'd
1: drink down the cork too. I thought it had something to do with that whole thing with the coin. No, no, it's not. It's actually to do with the cork. I seen one of those recently. Actually, do you know? Um, do you know the way they do that thing in like? I think it was very common in England more than anywhere where they'd like put a coin in your drink, and when you finish your drink and seen it, they'd be like, "Okay, you took the gold. You're now working for the king." No. Okay, it was a really common thing. Um, basically for press gangs and stuff you know to like recruit people when let's say you weren't looking and someone put like a coin in your drink when you finish your drink and you see this coin you're going to pick it out and once you hold it they can just say you've taken the king's shilling now you're part of his army and they'd press you into work like that so some places would have like glass bottomed glasses you could look up and if you see the coin you just put your drink aside
0: (laughs) that's so dumb what the hell Anyway, guys, that's everything we have this week for the podcast. If you have any paranormal experiences yourself, email them in to us at paranormalhotlinepodcast at gmail.com or you can DM us on Twitter at ParanormalHL. Thanks for joining us, guys, and we'll see you next
1: week. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.